You guys are having a good day. Uh, my name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to drboycetv.com, the home for intelligent black people. Uh, we are here to uh, execute the B1 philosophy. B1 means that we are black first. We put our community first. Uh, we put our people at the top of the priority list. And so everybody, as you come in, put your B1 in the chat, B in the number one, hashtag B1 is our calling card to remind the world how much we love ourselves and how much we love our people. So uh, I see Edward and L are here early. And uh, and more of you are going to come in as time goes on. I know that because I, I know how the alg algorithms work. And so today I wanted to um, uh, ask you all a yes or no question. Start here with this. Uh, how many of you have ever heard of of, of the, the family of, of Victory Boyd? Uh, the, her father's name is John. Um, Victory Boyd sang at our wedding and uh, she sings like an angel and, and she's amazing. And uh, what's really amazing about Victory and uh, her family is that they have a whole lot of talented people in their family and they have a super smart father uh, who's, you know, in the tradition of just the, the great black men that have raised, you know, when you talk about Venus and Serena's daddy, or you talk about, uh, you know, I know people, I know some people have mixed views on Joe Jackson or whatever, but he did raise a family that was extremely talented. Or you talk about uh, some of these other fathers, I had Tiger Woods father who led him to become the greatest golfer in the history of the earth. And uh, so, so uh, John Boyd is is the leader of that family, and uh, and I'm really proud of him and uh, honored to have him. And so, without further ado, I'd like to ask my friend, "How you doing today, man?" I'm doing good. I'm I'm honored to be uh, with you today. You, I'm a big fan of yours, uh, Dr. Boyce. And uh, as you know, I, I I intentionally brought my daughter Victory to. Uh, to really be a part of you know, your annual convention. I think we did that for like a couple of years in a row and we're big fans of your philosophy and the heart of you know your heart concerning educating um, our young people and not, not just our young people, but our community in general. So I'm honored to be here today. Oh, well, the, well, the honor is all mine. The honor is all mine. And, and everybody in the chat, uh, just give a digital greeting to my brother. And uh, let me tell you, um, you know, th this is an extraordinary family. Uh, I, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about the backstory in a minute, but I will say this, uh, everybody, you know, you, you guys saw when I married Dr. Alicia, uh, the love of my life. And we, uh, we were sitting around, we were trying to figure out, you know, what sort of entertainment we'd have at the wedding and who would do what. And when it got around to, you know, who we would get to sing at the wedding, it, I don't know if I told you this, John, but, but like th that was the one thing where there was no disagreement. There was no disagreement. <laughs> There was no discussion. It was like, oh yeah, Victory and her family. That that's that's who's gonna sing. Like it wasn't a debate. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. And and because uh, and, I would tell you the, the talent's amazing, man. And so let let's let's start just from the beginning. And uh, and I'd like to also talk about your books. I know you've you've written a book called The Twenty One Love Languages of God, and your family's doing a tour of Africa. And uh, and you guys have really really taken off. I mean, the last two, three, four years it looks like uh, all that hard work's paying off. Uh, can you kind of talk about that in terms of uh, your family, uh, what you what you do, and uh, and and how things are going for you? Well, sure. Um, I just want to uh, start, you know, with the with the family. I, I I'm from a, a, a large family. I'm from a family of eleven, and I'm the uh, the middle child. So big families is part of our our history and our heritage. I grew up also in a musical family. And all of my sisters and brothers are uh, were singers and we sang in choirs. And uh, we started in, in, in Detroit. I was born in Detroit. 
And uh, so we were on the scene during the, this whole Motown explosion. And that really influenced my musical uh, development. And uh, when I started having my own, our, my own children, of course, with their mother, um, and having that, that musical background, uh, I started the Boys and Girls Choirs of Detroit in 1997. And since I had my own choir at home, I would practice and develop music at home first and then take it to the, to the choir. Uh, and, uh, and then that's how my children were developed as they were section leaders in these choirs. Uh, and then later on, we, after about 10 years or so in Michigan, uh, I moved my family from Michigan to New York where they could have more opportunities. And that's when they started to excel. And mm. Victory, Victory was uh, probably uh, the one that excelled the most. And uh, after working uh, in New York, uh, both, uh, you know, on professional stages, but also uh, we got creative and did some guerrilla funding <laughs> in Central Park for a few years. Uh, so we became known as the family that sang in Central Park at the Bethesda Fountain and Terrace, where they have an excellent acoustics. And thousands and thousands, literally hundreds of thousands of fans all over the world we gathered. Eventually, we got the attention through a documentary of Jay-Z, uh, who personally signed five of my children. Uh, first victory and then four others and entered into a joint venture with our family music label, which is called Peace Industry Music Group. And then eventually uh, that led to all kinds of opportunities and led us uh, into the presence of Kanye, where victory basically played a big role in this Jesus is King album, which won many Grammys last, last year. Uh, she wrote a lot of that and was the driving force behind some of the biggest songs on the album, like Close on Sunday, God Is, and um, The Water, which are the three main songs on the album. And uh, she's been really, uh, you know, very uh, progressive ever since. So musically, uh, our family has really connected with uh, a lot. Infinity Song is uh, the five member group of the family. So Victory had our solo career and then Later, uh, the band Infinity Song, which is five of my children, um, a sibling band, and, and they have been emerging. Uh, and uh, recently, um, you know, uh, the last year or so, have viral video after viral video. And uh, there's so many things that they're involved in at this time. Uh, but um, it's been an interesting journey developing the family. I do uh, identify a lot with these uh, great fathers uh, and mothers, but particularly since I'm a man, these fathers that really got involved in the development of their children. And um, I can appreciate that there's a certain formula. You know, you have to have the standards, you have to have the expectation, you have to have the drive, and you have to be a good leader uh, in the family to, to carve out a path and a, and a vision uh, that, you know, it's a 10, 20 year plan. It's, it's not something that happens overnight. Uh, you know, so I, I've been in, intricately involved in my children's developments for, for since day one, and I was the one that took the leadership. I didn't relegate that or hand that over to school districts or to churches or to babysitters. 
uh, you know, you have to get involved. You have to have a plan. You have to have a vision and you have to take charge of that vision and make sure that there's continuity from day one and, and not hand that all over to other people because they mean well and they do well and, and they can make contributions, but ultimately nobody's going to really do uh, the things that need to be done for your children, but you. And, mm. and it's, it's a difficult process for some people, but uh, it, it pays off in the long run. So I'm definitely excited about that. Well, you know what? Um, I'll tell you what. It, it's. Uh, I, I think this is the kind of thing that is. Um, I mean, I want everybody to kind of realize this. This is the blueprint. You know, this is a blueprint of greatness. And um, and everybody, if you're not, if you don't know who I'm speaking, with, I'm speaking with Mr. John Boyd and his family. Uh, they started off as you heard. They started singing. They they did guerrilla funding in Central Park, uh, invested in their dream, and now they're they're all over the world. Uh, they're doing a tour of Africa soon. They've been discovered by people at the highest levels of the music industry, Jay-Z, Kanye West, people, everybody like that. And uh, and actually, I found some some pictures, man. Um, I wanted to share this on the screen and ask you uh, just just to be sure. Now, I think th- I think these are the kids, but I just want to confirm this because you're the daddy. So you you know better than I do. Uh, this picture here. It, uh, are, are those your children? Yes. Look at that. Look at that. This is. Now this this is a nice picture right here. I like this. I love this. Yeah. And, uh, and if anybody wants to see sort of where they are now, uh, here's here's a more updated image of the family. Uh, just you know, just extremely beautiful black family. I mean, come on, y'all got to confirm this for me. Like this, a beautiful black family, all working together to achieve a common goal. Uh, they they are, um, they, you know, I'm sure they're they're fighting through struggles like everyone else, but they are overcoming in their overcoming it through black love, uh, through mutual support. Uh, here's um, victory, victory. Uh, some would say victory. I don't know. Maybe you, I don't know if you'd be, if I'm okay with using this terminology, but she's almost like the Michael Jackson of the family. Would that yeah, be a way to describe yeah. it? Yeah. But, but of course there's, well, it, I would say the Jackson five, but in your case, how many of your kids are, are performers? Uh, well, all nine of them are, are musical and, uh, but uh, uh, five of them are, you know, in the in the commercial music space, but then I have two younger ones that are uh, that are in development. So my youngest, both of them are guitarists and singers, and then I have an uh, older. My oldest son is is in uh, uh, gospel hip hop. So um, you know, nice. everybody's going to know uh, all of them at at some point. But right now, that on on the commercial and professional stage, it's the, it's the five. Wow. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. It's um, it's it's awesome to watch. You know, um, because I know this isn't easy. You know, a no. lot of you, everybody in the chat, give me a yes or no if you know what I'm talking about. Have you ever seen a family where you got a lot of talented people, and because they can't get along, you know, they don't ever work together on anything. You know, because everybody triggers each other and, you know, the, fight, the, the fighting begins before the building. I mean, you can't it's hard to build and fight at the same time. Like war is a destructive energy. And a lot of us have families that got all the talent in the world. But they say, oh, I can't work with my sister. I can't work with my brother. I stopped speaking to my cousin eight years ago. You know, and, and, you, and, and, and you know, as an outsider, you sit there thinking, well, if you and your cousin could get over your BS and work together, you all could go make millions of dollars. You could do amazing things. But a lot of families can't even get over 
this almost weird generational curse of us just um, sometimes wanting to destroy each other. Not not to say that this is uniquely a black thing. It happens in all kinds of families. But but can you speak to that a little bit? Uh, and I definitely want to move on, on to your book after that as well. But can you speak to that? I mean, how do you it, it takes I mean, I would tell you, if y'all want to know why I respect John Boyd, it's because um, I believe it takes a great leader to unify various factions, you know? And uh, so in my mind, John Boyd is, 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 a, is like a, a powerful King. You know, the fact that you're able to get all, all nine of your kids on the same page, which I can only imagine how crazy that is, you know, not just with the chaos within the group, but even outsiders who might disrupt the chaos. What, what's the secret to that? How, how, what are some things that people can learn from how you were even able to pull this off? Two things. I'm I'm the I'm my children's principal educator. And mm-hmm. I hear you talk about this sometimes. I can't emphasize this enough. You can't give your children's minds over to other people and expect an outcome consistent with family unity. Right? If you want unity, you've got to be the principal educator. That doesn't mean that you don't have a lot of help from other people. Um, because you can't do it all. We all have limitations. But my voice is the principal voice in my family. I am the authority. Mm. It's got to start there. And that that seat has got to be protected. You've got to protect that at all costs. Obviously, that means that you when you say when you have to study, you have you you know, it's not it has to be merit based. It can't be I'm the father, that you know, that's it. No. You, you have to be able to carry the day in terms of the, the wisdom, knowledge and the contributions you you make to to the ideas or the, you know, uh, or, you know, to the conversation. Uh, the other thing is understanding the value of what I call the unity opportunity. There are certain things that you realize as a people on the, uh, because you're united and, and and we don't a lot of times uh, uh, get at. Uh, an opportunity to or get access to the opportunity because we don't have unity. Unity gives you uh, the you know the privilege of of an opportunity, and and, and we realize that by being united. Um, for years, we had to sing like with one voice in order to do that guerrilla funding. We had to you know have this unit, and then of course that money was reinvested in their development. Uh, but you have to have creative ways of, of, of raising capital because a lot of the you know capital access to capital a lot of times is very difficult. But there, you know, understanding economics and understand understanding those openings um, uh, and realizing and accessing those openings generally requires unity, a team effort. And this is this is the thing that Dr. Claude Anderson talks about. Mm. Uh, you know, it's a team sport. And when you have a large family, you have uh, a large team, and that's a human resource. That's human capital. How do you harness that uh, for a meaningful purpose? Uh, so, a lot of a lot of times we 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 have a plan that's consistent with other people's advancement. So we give our children over to, you know, they 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 recruit and they poach our talent within our family. And, and sometimes we're not really aware of, you know, what we're losing when we give our children to other people's institutions to build their institutions. And then at the end of the day, we have we've we've invested in our children only to to give them to other institutions where 
they're building up other institutions. We should build our own institutions, our only our own our own family-based companies. And and, wow. and that's been our underlying philosophy. That we 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 build our own institutions and we use our own energy to support ourselves instead of you know being so impressed with other people to the point where we become so deluded and we lack unity. So it's a unity opportunity and, and it is also understanding that you have to have uh, strong voices in your family and in strong leaders. That's a long answer to your question, but I was trying to be No, that, that is a great answer. Um, I need everybody in the chat to put a B1 in the in the chat to show uh, honor to honor what he just said. I mean, I hope you will take a moment and like I need y'all to go like replay this later um, because these are some of the most profound words we've ever heard on this platform. Do you understand what he said? I, I took notes. Uh, I, I'm literally, I don't know if you know this, I, I didn't mention this, John, but the, the book I'm working on now is called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. Mm-hmm. And what you said about being the principal educator of your kids so they're hearing from one voice, I said, boom, that's it. Right? That's it. I mean, that that was, it was something I've always understood to a point, but, it's, but, but when you think about this, right, so many of our young people are all over the place because they're getting these influences that are all over the place. Right. And then when you try to come together and do something together, you got one person who's been learning, who's been educated by the radio, you know, by Cardi B, right? Another person has been educated by what they saw on TV. Somebody else has been educated by what they learned in the public school, you know, and, and, and next thing you know, you're, you're in different spaces mentally because you have different agendas, different value systems. So it almost sounds to me like uh, in addition to educating your children about the world, you inherently are giving them their values to say things like, look, your, your, your family's important. Working together is important. That's your, that's your sister. You always show loyalty to your sister. And, and these are things I do with my kids as well. And, and I just, but I, but you are, um, you know, you're, you're, you're an elder to me. Right. So, so I am hearing this and I, I just think that everybody listening needs to understand that, that this, what he's talking about is, developing that power base right that makes right. necessary for unity because if, so because you want to know where some of the black unity goes away it's because you have other forces pulling you in different directions and you can't come together with a common cause or common uh a common ideology so, right. so let's let's jump in you you so you dropped some jewels thank you and uh so john boy john boy this is the brother's name i need everybody to look it up look up the family um uh, the, the family business. Let me uh, put this on the screen so everybody can see it. Uh, your company is called the Peace Industry Music Group, right? Peace Industry Music Group. Okay. And yeah. uh, I, w- I want everybody to support this. Like this is, you talk about B1 Entertainment, that kind of thing. Like this is Black First. Like this is very powerful. So let me ask you about this. Uh, let's talk about you and your book. Uh, oh, yeah. You have a new book called The 21 Love Languages of God. Yes, I, I didn't know God had tw- exactly twenty-one love languages. I I thought it was maybe twenty-four or eighteen. I, I didn't know it was twenty-one. So, how did you come up with twenty-one love languages of God? And and, and tell us about that book. So the whole process began. Uh, actually, there's a gentleman named Gary Chapman who wrote a book called Five Love Languages, and this this uh, uh, idea is a really great idea. I got to give him, you know, his honor. It basically is a thesis that says that that people are unique and people have unique love languages or love preferences. So if you're in a relationship with an individual, 
it's it's important to really take a moment to, to find out what their languages are, as opposed to making an assumption and just you know giving them things that really they don't appreciate or that's not really consistent with their love language. Uh, and a lot of people approach relationships like that. They just approach relationships with this sense of uh, uh, assuming things. Uh, Gary, uh, and, that, and uh, he's not the only one, but Gary basically said, you know, people should really take stock of, uh, you know, uh, love languages and really act accordingly. And he, only, and, you know, he, he came up with five and, you know, it's pretty popular. So most people know about uh, his, his thesis and uh, this book. But I went further than that because, uh, uh, you know, this was my book is not just about human to human relationships, although there, there is some overlap. Uh, my book is about human to divinity and relationship and and God is a person uh, he has uh, unique preferences and love languages that are spelled out in the Bible so what I did was I went through the Bible basically and identified those love languages at first you know I was thinking that I should keep it at a small number possibly five ten but really uh, as I began to study I you know I just I just followed it where it led and it led to 21 distinct love languages. And a love language is a, a preference uh, that an individual has uh, and that this preference is the means by which uh, they wanna be approached or they want people to relate to them through these languages. Uh, for, for instance, some people in the human realm like chocolate, some people like flowers, some people like touch. Uh, some people like words of affirmation. These are examples. And, uh, you know, if you if you if they like those things and you understand that language, then you give them what they like uh, as opposed to what you like. Uh, where God uh, has all these preferences, for instance, the first chapter in each preference has its own chapter. Uh, the first love language is faith. Uh, and. Uh, because the Bible teaches us, and, and this is true universally uh, with all religions, that without faith, you know, it's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So you can't have a relationship with an invisible God without having faith. And that's the number one love language of God, and then on and on. The second one is love, the third one is spiritual mindedness. But we build a really strong case for each love language. And uh, the book is dedicated to, uh, to my mother, who was a very powerful uh, spiritual person and really influenced uh, my life. And, and, and uh, so, you know, I, I, I take time to really write that dedication. But it's, it's really, um, I, I've just heard some great responses and I put in a, a, a lot of jewels uh, that I think the audience would really love. Now, what what is your mother's name? Eva Mae Peterson. Eva Mae Peterson. All right, all right. So, everybody in the chat now, is she still uh, with us, or well, she passed in nineteen ninety one. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, but she she made her mark on on the lives, my life, and the life lives of my uh, ten brothers and sisters, and. Uh, 
uh, very right. powerful uh, impact. All right. Well, I say to, to Eva Mae Peterson, uh, everybody type Eva in the chat. Uh, salute to Miss Eva Mae Peterson, who uh, without without her contribution and the contribution of your father, we wouldn't have this amazing family uh, that, that I'm witnessing. And um, and I'm sure she's watching, you know, they, I'm sure they have good Wi-Fi in heaven. You know? so, so she's watching. She's with us. Uh, so let me ask you about this. So you and your family. And by the way, everybody, I'm speaking with Mr. John Boyd. Uh, John Boyd is the uh, he's a CEO and founder, correct, of Peace Peace Industry Music Group. Is that right? right? Okay. And uh, also, his nine children are world famous performers now. Um, his uh, daughter Victory sang at our wedding, uh, but he's got a whole slew of talented children that are you know better than the Jackson Five. I mean, it's 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 because it's just, it doesn't just give the entertainment piece. It's also B one, very black first, very uh, black and intelligent. Look up, look up this family online. Y'all have to do it. I, I kid you not. When you when you hear them sing together, you're going to be floored because they've all gone viral together. And then when you hear Victory, you're going to put her right up there with the greatest of all time. The 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 Sade's, the Anita Baker's. I, I don't even like comparing a singer to a Sade is almost yeah. almost feels sacrilegious you know, musically. Yeah. You know, you, you like it's like comparing a rapper to Tupac or something. Nobody can compare to Tupac, right? Right. But with Victory, I uh, so Alicia and I were talking about how great of a singer Victory was, and I and I said. I said, yeah, I put her up there past Anita. I said, I said, should dare we compare her to Sade? Yeah, yeah. Sade, because Sade's like in everybody's top five, you know, and Victory's up there. I mean, it's like holy, holy cow, you know. So, so the talent's amazing, and I'm, I love it. And so let let's talk about this tour your family's doing of Africa. You got a tour coming up uh, in in the fall. Uh, you're going to some different African countries. Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, Boyce, if you don't mind, I, I just want to let everybody know if they want a copy of the book, they can go to. Uh, I, I started a charity called the Boyd Group for Creative Solutions. Mm, and okay. they just go to that website and they can get a copy of the book. Uh, no, we'll what, what, what's the URL? Uh, do you have the what URL? It's called the Boyd Group for Creative Solutions dot org. Oh, for creative. So I'm, I'm going to put it on the screen so everybody will have it. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Anything else you want to share, just just jump right in and interrupt me. So there we go. I'll, I'll put it on the screen, please. Yeah, the Boyd Group is a, is a creative think tank for creative people. So, yeah, and, 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 um, you know, using their collective energy to, to, to solve some world challenges. And, um, and so it's, uh, the mission statement is everything is there. And then if you want a copy of the book, just send it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So your uh so the uh tour of Africa. Uh, yeah, the tour is something that we're working on uh because um I firmly believe and this is a big discussion that uh the children of the diaspora including uh Americans, you know, Europeans, Caribbeans, uh it's very important that we turn our hearts towards the continent. Uh, there's a huge opening there, not only in terms of reconciliation, but also in terms of trade. And um, many uh, African leaders are, are, are open to this conversation about uh, our people coming in and, and helping, you know, join forces to, to, to fill in some of the void that has been created after their independence uh, and you know, not repeating the same cycle of, of people coming in there, colonizing the continent. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a real getting need for for 
trade and for skills, skills and for investment. And it doesn't have to be one sided. I think there's a win and win situation that can be created. So this tour is called the African Genesis Tour, which is basically going back to the, to the origin where the music began. It's a musical tour, even though I, I talk about trade and reconciliation and that kind of thing. For me, it's always not just about music. It's it's more comprehensive, and that's even you know a part of my whole philosophy with respect to I how I train to develop, develop my children. You have to have that, that anchor philosophy. But uh, we, uh, we're we hoping that, uh, and planning to start the, the tour in late November. Uh, I'm going to be meeting with the Namibian uh, official actually next week in New York uh, and discussing them being the anchor. Uh, then we'll be uh, going into South Africa, uh, back up to Ghana and ending in Nigeria. And uh, uh, it's kicking off the, the end of November into December of, of this year. Uh, and um, uh, we are talking to a number of artists. Of course, Infinity Song uh, will be a part of. That's that's a group that uh, my children formed. And uh, uh, But we're talking to a number of artists. I hesitate to announce them yet, but these are huge artists and, until they're confirmed. Uh, but this is probably going to be one of the most curated tours uh in music history uh, mm. uh because of the intentionalities uh behind it it's, it's not just musical it's history uh it's education uh it's you know it's really reconnecting to the origins because music began that's the cradle that's not just the cradle of civilization it's the cradle of music it's the cradle mm. of art and it's a cradle of these beautiful sounds that evolved into jazz and blues and rock and all of that started in you know in in, in the, on the continent. So we're revisiting these wells that were dug by the ancients, and read it. You know, the Bible has a story about how Isaac rediscovered discovered the wells of his father Abraham and dug them out because they were filled in with sand by Abraham's enemies because they hated him. And they were jealous of his prosperity. So they tried to kill his legacy. <clears throat> so by burying the wells that he dug out, we're, we're going to dig out some of these old wells. You know, I mean that metaphorically, uh, but also literally from an artistic standpoint and uh, fuse our sound with uh, some of the up and coming sounds coming out of Nigeria with Afro beats and all and come up with a really great sound. And our goal is to uh, repackage some of the industry, thinking about the gospel industry, which has been marginalized and because, you know, there's still a lot of racism in, 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 in these industries because music is really a good source of telling narratives and telling stories. We have to own our own narrative. We have to own our own storytelling. We have to own our own publishing. And we have to rethink the way music is presented and ultimately, the way music is monetized, as we have the tech companies, the companies that have moved in and basically, you know, uh, you know, taken over the space and taken over audiences, and so artists are making very little money compared to what they used to do if they're not writing their own songs and controlling their own narratives. Mm -hmm. So there's, it's a lot, but uh, you know, I definitely want to keep your audience informed as it develops and. Uh, I'll send you more material about it so that uh, I can you know, definitely be a, uh, 
on your radar. And, and of course, I invited you and your wife to be a part of this and your family. So, yeah, I, I, I would love to go, you know, with the Ghana right before the pandemic. And uh, and I wanted to go right back, you know. And so uh, uh, I, I, you know, we had that conversation. That's something I really want to do. And by the way, everybody, I apologize. I, I, I misspelled the URL. Uh, you know, we got intelligent black people here, so they'll correct me in a minute. Yeah. And so I, I fixed it. Um, you just chalk it up to me, not, you know, not being on point, uh, not being B1 enough. Uh, B1 means black excellence also. So uh, everybody hit the thumbs up button right now. If you haven't done it, please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. I'm speaking with Mr. John Boyd. Uh, John is the CEO and founder of the Peace Industry Music Group, and his family is uh, just doing amazing things. Uh, as it pertains to music, they are out here uh, setting the world on fire. Uh, and uh, and so let me ask you about this then, just, uh, you know, a music question. So what's the journey been like? Um, you know, I know that uh, from what, here's what, here's what I, for some reason, this is in my brain. I don't remember where I got it, but somewhere I heard that, that, that you all went and sang for Jay-Z and he just like was floored by it. And uh, is that is that accurate, or am I just? Yeah, it was almost like an on the spot signing. Uh, really? Jay Z doesn't really sign. Many people, most people, come in through a and R, uh, and through other uh, parts of the company. Jay Z, in his whole career, is like with Rock Nation. Is he just he just doesn't really, you know, sign directly. You know, ultimately, it's his decision. You know, when an artist is is signed and but he signed uh, all five of my children directly. He was very impressed. Um, and, uh, you know, we have a really good relationship with Rock Nation. You know, they, um, and, uh, you know, I, I remember our, one of our first meetings, he said that, you know, we don't want you guys to change and, you know, try to catch up to us. Uh, we have, we want to catch up to you guys. Mm. So even at that point, he, he, he noticed that there was uh, something about the family in terms of like it was the future of, of music that we were on a path to to be trendsetters and uh, to to create some some new sounds. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye was quoted in Indiana saying, the, you know, Infinity Song was the future of music. Uh, so. You know, it's 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 very interesting what is happening, but it's it's been an interesting journey. And as I said the last time I here I was here with you, uh, we didn't go that quick route, that flashy route. We went the route of substance. So my children not, are not only singers, they're writers, they're producers. Uh, you know, they they put on their business hat. You know, and I I, I would be here another hour telling you their accomplishments and and, and they. They can work behind the scenes. They can work on, you know, on stage. You know, it's just a lot of skill sets. Mm. So if you w- gather all of those skill sets, it takes a, a little more time than if you're just trying to get that one, that one single. And that we we've never been driven by. Let's get a single. Let's get a hit. And, and for us, it's been all about institution building. Well, brother, you, you you should be a pastor. You should have a a church. The, <laughs> The you know the the black excellence church of you know how to raise strong black families. I, I mean you know because that that really if you talk about you know I, you know just like the kind of uh, like almost like masterclass if you will that would make the difference in our community. That's a big part of it, you know, uh, because we we've got as black people we have everything we need. 
we don't need stuff from other people. You know, um, right. we just have to leverage what we have. Right. We, we've, right. Got, we've got the talent. We've got each other. We've got the community. We've got, you know, that that's spe- just that secret special sauce from God that makes us just some of the most amazing people in the world. And I like the way you you close ranks and you got your children to focus on each other. And, uh, and, and at that point, you know, some of the things that so many other people complain about, you know, all the, the white supremacy is keeping me down. I don't think anybody can really keep your family down. You know, I think that if, you know, if they would get together and kick them in the butt, you know, like, so that's, that's what that unity is. That's why, that's why, if you, you know, uh, when you see a group of geese, they, 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 they stay together in a flock. You know, there's a natural reason. Nobody taught them that. They just know that there's safety and security and strength in numbers. And when you contrast that to uh, some of what, what happens in a lot of our families, you know, children growing up without both parents supporting them or siblings all over the place and everything else, you, you see the chaos that comes from that. You know, it becomes yeah. a complete mess, you know. So I, I hope everybody that's listening will understand this. And uh, and these this is where the secrets are. This, this is where this is what you need. So uh, so last question, I guess I'll ask you is. Uh, so what, what's next for you in, in the next in the coming months uh, for you, your, your, your book, your uh, 21 Love Languages of God, uh, your family? Uh, what, what, what's on your mind right now that, that's kind of kind of brewing and, and got you excited? Well, uh, I'm going to be going on tour, having these book signings, uh, pre- preparing to uh, go to California. And uh, there, there's some opportunities about developing there. I'm working. I did a theatrical production uh, uh, here. I, I, I'm a resident of Cody, Wyoming, by the way. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a very, very mountainous place. Why you're in Wyoming? Yeah, I would. I, I, I I came to Wyoming because I was doing some consulting for Kanye for about six months. And then I decided to stay because I love it so much and uh, so peaceful. And it's just a beautiful uh, area and uh, just a lot to discover here. I think it's so important that our people understand that America is a big place. We don't have to just be locked into these cities. There are other places that uh, we can discover and we can have, a you know, we still have, uh, you know, apartment in in new jersey and but uh it's it's really it's really nice to discover other places of course we don't worry about like fact that you know not a lot of people like look like us out here you know that's you know that can change you know we have to have a sense that we own this country like all parts of it you know and and we can go anywhere we want to go so you know this is our inheritance so the fact that, you know, some people uh, haven't discovered does not negate the fact that we can go anywhere we want to go. We can live wherever we want to live. And, um, That's right. and you know, I, I like to you know invite you and your wife out sometime. To, to just to, if you haven't been to Wyoming, it's a, it's a good place to visit. Um, so. All right. Well, you know, I, I think I went through Wyoming on a train, but I never actually <laughs> Yeah, but but I would we we would love to come out there and uh, actually, in fact, sooner rather than later, you know, we're about to take our honeymoon, and as part of our honeymoon, one we're doing three legs of our honeymoon. One one involves water, one involves driving, and another one involves flying somewhere. So uh, the driving part, we're gonna literally drive across the country and go to different states. So I think wow. I think I'm gonna add Wyoming to the list, brother. Add it to the list, and I'll, we'll make sure that. 
you have the best hospitality of all the places that you that you go. As the right. riders here and the mountains are here. I'm going to send you some pictures, by the way. Okay, yeah, well, it's a big with your audience as well. I, I will, I will go tell Alicia. So yes, yeah, so you'll you'll see us soon, man. I, and I look forward to it. And uh, anybody who's watching, I want you to know John uh, John Boyd and his family. I have the utmost respect for them. I hope that everyone in here was really paying attention. Uh, you know, when we're looking for the blueprints, we're all everybody's looking for solutions, and, and all the politicians are like, we can't find solutions for black people. We don't know what's out. We can't figure it out. The solutions are right in front of you. Like the, this family is succeeding by sticking together. Uh, they have yeah. core values. Uh, the, 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 you have the, uh, the, the strong parental leadership. Uh, you remember I've told everybody in here that if we educate our own children, uh, create our own jobs, support our own businesses, then a lot of this stuff that, you, that you're stressed out about, the, the white supremacy and all that, a lot of that kind of goes away. It doesn't disappear completely, but it's much, much easier because you have a power base. This is a poweronomics philosophy that's being executed right in front of you. Pay attention to that much more so than anything you ever learned in school. This is your school. This is your university. This is where you learn how to be a successful black person. Nobody, the other people can't teach you that. And they're not going to because they don't want to. Right. So thank you very much, uh, Mr. Boyd. It's yes, always a pleasure sir. talking to you, brother. Thank you very much, Boyce. Keep up the good work. You, you are just in a class all by yourself in terms of what you, you and your wife are doing. And uh, congratulations again on this wonderful you know, uh, marriage and all of the teaching that you're that you're you know that you're doing in terms of really elevating the conversation. So all right, I appreciate, well, well, I appreciate your friendship. Well, same here, my friend, and uh, I will pass the message on to Alicia. And uh, also, thank you all for watching. Uh, hit the thumbs up button on your way out the door, and also the uh, URL to take a look at. Uh, what Mr. Boyd and his family are doing is right there. It's the Boyd Group for CreativeSolutions.org. Uh, he is a solutionary. He is out uh, solving the problem. The family's doing amazing things. Uh, the, the group the, the group is called Infinity Song. Is that yeah, Infinity okay. Song? Infinity Song. You look them up. Uh, when you hear Victory Boyd, if you haven't heard her sing, you, the family's amazing. Like I said, the family's unbelievable. Uh, but if you hear either the family or Victory, just know you're going to be on the floor. Because the first time I heard Victory sing, they came to one of the events. And she had the guitar strapped to her back. John's probably heard me tell the story a thousand times, but it's my favorite story because it's the one that sticks out. So she was humble, quiet, sweet. You know, I, I, met, I met her dad, you know, like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you, black man. And we did a little VIP event and everybody was talking and mingling. And Victory just sat on the couch and very quietly, guitar on her back, didn't say a word. And then I saw her over in the corner with the guitar. And I said, I said, oh, you sing? And she said, yeah. I said, um, can you sing us a song? And she said, okay, let me tune up my guitar. I said, okay, great. And uh, and I I was expecting, you know, I was expecting, you know, somebody that could sing, but not somebody who could sing, you know, because <clears throat> I, I see a lot of entertainers and stuff. And and the minute the first syllable came out of her mouth, we were like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what <laughs> what just happened here? So so yeah, so I want you all to go take a look. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's unlike anything you've ever ever heard. So uh, anyway, um, I'm going to stop just swooning over how great this family is. Y'all know how much I admire them. And uh, God bless everybody. Thank you all for hanging out with us. And uh, please have a wonderful day. And we'll see you all soon. Take care. Take care now. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks.